You're listening to The Real Rebel Podcast, audio coffee edition. This is for the people who push the boundaries of our society. For the people who live on the fringe. For the people who aren't afraid to question the status quo and live life as exactly who they are, not as who they should be. These are the people who make us uncomfortable, who speak truth and break glass ceilings, who aren't afraid to stand up and face themselves, who refuse to be oppressed and help us expand and evolve the edges of humanity. These are the real rebels, and this podcast is for them. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B, and welcome to this Monday morning audio coffee episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and a little bit of a uh, inside track on this one. This is the third time I've recorded it. And when I say third time, it's not third time recording the same thing. It's the third time and I've recorded something different every single time. So one promise that I make to anyone in the RRP crew and and anyone listening to the podcast and any of the work that I bring forward is always that I'm not going to bring anything forward that my energy wasn't 100% behind. Um, And I catch myself sometimes I don't always do it and sometimes something slips through and I can feel it and I can tell. Um, But as much as I can, you know, control it as much as I can um, make sure that what I'm putting out there and what I'm putting out into the world is the best that I have to give, um, I do. And I recorded it once and it just, there was something nagging in the back of my mind that was like, eh, this is not really, this is not right. And then I did it again and I actually recorded in one of my favorite spots um, on the spit in Squamish, which is like this kind of thing that juts out into the water and you're surrounded by nature and all of these things. Um, And I thought that that would be the thing that would kick me into place as far as energy so that I could record, but it just wasn't time. And the truth is these episodes come out because energetically it's time and energetically I've tapped into the thing that I want to talk about or that I meant to talk about and it just wasn't coming through and so you know this is the day before the episode release is to be released it's Sunday and these episodes are released every Monday and it just finally came through to me and so Anyway, that's a little bit of a backstory and just a um, affirmation about how I bring this thing forward and um, the care that goes into what you're listening to. And so, yeah, that's that. And if this is your first time tuning into the Real Rebel podcast, this is the audio coffee edition that comes out every single Monday. And it is meant and designed to help you get your week started off on the right foot. And as I always say, it doesn't matter if you listen to this on Monday, it doesn't matter if you listen to this, you know, 10 years after it was recorded. Uh, As long as you're you found this episode, you found it at the right time. So and divine timing is a real thing, which I think could be a whole episode in itself. So how it looks exactly is I will pick a subject to riff on. And uh, this one today is a happiness check in. And then after that, we pull a card from one of the Oracle decks. And recently, I've been pulling a lot from the Starseed Oracle because it's a new deck that I fell in love with. But there is something calling me back to a little bit more of the roots. And so we're pulling from the Mystical Shaman Oracle deck today. 
And then at the end, we go into the Monday mashup, which is a mix up of previous guests on the Real Rebel podcast, little clips of their wisdom, all in keeping with the, the theme of the riff and everything like that. And it's mixed with some music to kind of really help you leave this episode feeling good and hopefully shifting your energy into a higher frequency so that you can go forward on your day uh, feeling good and feeling happy. And that is, again, we can just dive right into the riff, the subject of today's episode. So happiness is something that we all want in our lives. It's something that we're all striving for um, and that we almost feel like the natural way of being in life is to be happy. And when we don't have it, we think there is something wrong with us. And I think that happiness is actually more of a conscious choice. I think that we can be happy and some of us are have a, a more sunnier disposition in life and that can be true. But I think that to a certain extent, we need to be active in our happiness. And as it goes, sometimes life can, uh, you know, overwhelm us and we get caught up in the day-to-day, we get caught up in the dreams of others and the expectations of others, we can um, forget and actually forget to check in with ourselves and asks our, asks, <laughs> ask ourselves, am I really actually happy where I am? We can have all of the trappings of happiness. We can appear to be happy on the outside and appear to have all the things and and the uh, situations that, you know, would make a person happy. But the thing is that each of us on an individual level have a different kind of blueprint as to what will make us happy. And oftentimes we get caught looking outside at what other people are doing or, you know, what society deems as being happy right now. And I think right now there's a big story being sold around entrepreneurship and the online world and, um, you know, this digital world and finding happiness in that space. And I think there is happiness to be found there. But I also think that it's not for everybody. And, you know, just as perhaps um, working a nine to five might be for some and might not be for others, having children might be for some, might not be for others. Some people want to stay home and cultivate their their home and others want to go off and travel the world. It really is so situational as to what makes each of us feel happy. And the question that I wanted to pose, because this is a check-in episode, so it is to remind you to check in with yourself. And I'm, I did this for myself. So as well, all of these episodes that I bring forth, it's really not coming from a place of I'm standing on the mountaintop telling you like, the view is great. Uh, look at me, I'm standing at the top and it's freaking wonderful. <laughs> it's more from a place of uh, I'm here too. And this is what I'm doing to support myself. And I had to do a check in with myself and ask myself, what actually makes me happy. And so often, like I said, in the beginning, we're, we're running through life and we, we start to have this low level, um, like something's off and the energy can get glitchy and things like that. And, and it's so important to check in and just see like, oh, um, maybe what I'm doing and the direction I'm going is not actually the thing that really makes me happy. And 
it's about getting real with yourself and tuning out, you know, what your partner wants, what your family wants, your circle of friends, um, you know, society as a whole, what the expectation is around what your happiness should look like. And uh, the truth is, you know, there are, there are certain things that, that are meant for you and that really make you happy and they can be so many different things. So my invitation would be to check in with yourself and ask yourself what really actually is true for me when it comes to my happiness because spring is around the corner if you're listening to this when it's released Uh, and like I say if you aren't it doesn't matter you're listening to this at the right time for you but if you are listening to this when it is to be released spring is we can feel it at least here on the west coast uh, in Vancouver you can feel the the season is starting to change the sun is coming out a little more Um, and it brings up within us this really innate desire to change to create to shift and to let go as well if you're listening to this when it was released uh, the night before this was released was a full moon and I'm super, super sensitive to the moon and the moon cycles. And for me, when the moon comes up, it's time to release. When the full moon is there, it's time to release and let go and check in and be like, okay, what's working and what's not working? It's like doing a happiness inventory. Um, and to let go of what isn't working and focus your energy on what is. And so it's a really good time to to check in and make a list of what truly makes you happy. And I <laughs> I did this for myself. And I'm I'm gonna read you some of the things um, for me. What's true for me that makes me happy? The first one on my list was travel. So moving, uh, changing up my scene, driving, getting on an airplane, flying in a helicopter, going on a ferry, all of these things, um, they kind of connect me back to myself and I feel like I'm moving and I feel like I can connect to myself. Um, But all at the same time, making a home and making a beautiful place to live and, you know, sharing that with someone that really makes me also incredibly, incredibly happy. And so sure, happiness and and things that make you happy can definitely contradict each other. And that's, I think, when we kind of get stuck in these boxes in our minds of, oh, if I'm a person who likes to travel, then I can't also be a person who likes to build a home because that's contradictory. But that's when we're using our mind to tell us what makes us happy. It's important when you're writing this list, what makes me happy, what is true for me, that you're doing it from a place of, it's about you. It's about nobody else and listening to your heart of what are the little things that that make you happy and that make you feel alive. Um, So a few more for me were baking cookies. I love to bake for people, Uh, walking in nature, picking fruit. It's, you know, seems so trivial, so simple, but there's nothing, you know, quite like on a sunny afternoon or sunny morning going through and picking something off of a tree or picking some berries. It sounds so quaint, but it is true for me. Um, and, and there were many other things, simple things like an island that I really like here on the West Coast and uh, cuddling in a hammock and lazy summer days and all of these kinds of things. It's so individual for, for each person. And I think that we can kind of veer off track now and then because we've used our mind to tell us what we think is going to make us happy. And we go on that track and it's good. We can try it and maybe it will, but also maybe it won't. And it's 
really good to check in. Um, and like I was saying, especially with, and I think I got sidetracked, which happens, um, with spring around the corner, we have this urge to create and this desire to, to bring forward things into the world. And, and, and this is, I totally did get off track. And the new moon, I was talking about how things are letting, you know, it's time to let go of things. It's so important that before we go to create something, before we we go and use the energy and the resources and the time to go birth something into the world, that we're making sure that in a sense, our root chakra is is taken care of first, meaning we check in first and be like, is this actually where I want to go? Because once you start on that track and you do put the energy and you do put the effort in and you start to create something in the world, it's a beautiful thing and it can be really tough to stop once you've gotten started. Not saying that you can't, you can stop anytime you want, but it's really helpful to first check in and be like, is this moving my life in the direction that would truly make me happy? Or is this somebody else's happiness that I'm following or a prescription to happiness that I feel like is supposed to get me there? And it's about shifting your energetic frequency now checking in now before you go to that thing because that thing when you get there it's not going to necessarily make you happy it's being in the frequency of happiness now and carrying that frequency with you on your journey so that the weight is not put on this thing that you've created it's not put on this future outcome but it's in a sense distributed throughout the entire journey and that way even if you fail even if you, you know, quote unquote fail, you don't achieve what you wanted to achieve or you don't get to where you wanted to go, it doesn't really matter because along the way you've checked in and made sure that you're happy along the way, you're enjoying the process, enjoying, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you are enjoying the journey and that's the most important thing. But when we don't check in and ask ourselves what would truly make us happy right now, what's true for us, And then we see a thing that we think is going to make us happy, but we're doing it based off of a mind, you know, like, like an idea of what we think will make us happy. And we get there. And we're not we find oh, it's actually not the case. And this is kind of a shit situation. (laughs) And I wish I didn't go this way. Yes, there's still a lesson in that for sure. Um, But a lot of time and like I said, resources and everything can be saved if we just check in and be real with ourselves about what we really want. And at times, the scary thing about this can be that maybe it doesn't align with the people around you, or um, maybe people don't agree with it, or, or you know, you might lose lose some people or lose like a situation uh, along the way. Uh, but ultimately, you cannot give to your life and to the people around you and to your relationships if you're constantly pulling from a well that is is drained and the right choice for you is the right choice for everyone. And I'm mildly ashamed to say that I heard that on the show, The Love is Blind. (laughs) Not The Love is Blind, Love is Blind, which is kind of crazy in the ether. And I mean, the entire time I was watching it, I was cringing uh, and saying, oh, wow, I would even say to myself, why are you watching this? (laughs) What are you doing? Um, But there was one line that really stuck out in my mind. One of the women said, and this is a show on Netflix for those of you who haven't tuned in. It's cringeworthy, but you know, it's kind of like a train that's crashing and you can't help but watch it. 
Um, and she, she was saying about not choosing one of the men and, uh, I could go into what this is. Essentially. It's like a, I don't know. It's like a dating thing anyway, keeping it short. And she didn't choose one of the men. And she said, well, the right choice for me is the right choice for him. And it's the same in your life, the right choice for you and your happiness. And, and using that as Sherry Salata said in a previous episode, using your happiness as your compass and letting that guide you and not letting your mind cloud too much of what you think about what you're doing, because your mind is a beautiful, uh, sharp critic, and it will tell you that that's silly or foolish or a waste of your time. And getting your energy frequency in the right spot by focusing on what makes you happy now is never a waste of time. It's never a waste of time, because your energetic frequency acts as a magnet, in your life. And I've said this a billion times, but it is like when you raise your vibrational frequency, you become like the sun. And the sun is bright and it shines and it, you know, it's there and it it doesn't apologize for it and it just does its thing. When you get like that in your life and and you vibrate that kind of powerful force from within you because you're happy and your frequency is lined up and all of those good things, you really start to attract to you the things that will help you on your journey. And so it can be a scary thing to be ourselves and to claim our own happiness and and claim what we want and and go for that what we want. Um but it's always worth it. And there could never be a more worthwhile endeavor, I think. (sighs) Anyway, so that's the check-in to ask yourself what makes me happy, you know, what truly makes me happy, and to write a list and to see if you can incorporate that more into your life. And um, ask yourself, am I headed down that track? Am I using it as a compass? Or am I going down a path that is not my own? Uh, Well, I mean, your path's always your path. But like, you know, doing something that is not for your happiness, but for the happiness of somebody else, or some expectation. And then to practice bringing more of that into your life on a daily basis, however small. My mentor, Kylie Redhead, or one of my mentors, once said to me, I was having a tough time and I was saying, nothing's working. I'm stuck. I can't, I can't get myself forward. And she would say, well, what do you, like, how are you starting your day? And I said, well, you know, I get up and I already feel like frustrated. And, and she said, well, how about you get up and you dance and, and, you know, do something to shift your energetic frequency. And it's an incredibly powerful thing to put yourself in the energy of where you want to be before you're there. And it gets you there. And it just takes maybe a little bit to warm up the engine. (laughs) I'm thinking to my old uh, Jeep that literally has a a rust hole (laughs) in the floor on the driver's side. Takes a while to get her started. Uh, But to get yourself started um, and to shift yourself into that frequency of happiness, into that frequency of where you want to be, and to be okay with whatever it is you're doing. Maybe it's dancing, having nothing to do with the thing that you're about to go do or uh, having nothing to do with anything that you're doing, but just doing it because it makes you happy and it will make everything flow on, on a much easier way in a much easier way. Ah, Okay. And I actually wanted to finish off with one thing too, in the, in the spirit of the full moon, um, 
another part of happiness. And I was watching a, a Super Soul Sunday live with Gretchen Rubin, and she wrote a book, I think it was The Happiness Project. And she has something which I thought was really useful. I wanted to point it out. She has something called the power hour, where she has a list of all these kind of things that she knows she needs to do, but they're difficult for her to do because they're not fun. Um, but they nag at her. So you know, those things that we need to do that, you know, aren't particularly fun, uh, that nag at us, and you probably have your list as we all do, things that we like to avoid. Um, I call them like, it's eating your frog, the thing that you don't want to do, do it the first thing in the morning, eat your frog, because it's gross, but you know, you got to do it and you'll feel so much better when it's not there. But she has something she does called power hour, where she has this list of things that she knows she needs to do that are kind of nagging her in the background. And she has an hour where she does as much as she can of whatever's on that list. And once that hour's done, she's done and she doesn't have to do it anymore for the rest of the day. And so a part of happiness as well is, you know, getting your root chakra taken care of so you can launch forward into the things that make you feel lighter and and the bigger things. It's so important, especially as energy sensitive people, to mind our root chakra. It's very easy for us to spend our time in la-la land dreaming and floating around on the ethereal plane because we're good at it, because that's where our vibration naturally rests. But we also have to remember that we are humans and we have to also do the earth thing, which means, you know, taking care of earthly things like cleaning your home or um, taking the stuff to the dry cleaning or going to the dentist doing your taxes, um, entering your expenses, uh, whatever it may be, these kinds of things that almost feel like nails on a chalkboard. But once they're done, we feel much lighter and more able to create. So in a sense, this episode is very much about creation and with spring coming right around the corner to really get ourselves positioned in a state to create in a really powerful way, in a clear way, in a clean way, and in the kind of way that when you do light that match or you ignite the engine of your creation and you get going, uh, you have the longevity and the stamina and it's a st- and it's sustainable um, to go the distance because you've taken care of your root chakra, you've done all the stuff that's nagging you, that you needed to get out of the way that was weighing you down, and you've also checked in with yourself around what do I actually want? Like what would actually make me happy? Um, What direction is for me, not for anybody else, not for what the current um, culture is telling me will make me happy, but what actually makes me feel good? And then to go forward in that direction. And you'll never be... um, You'll never lose out when when you're following, you know, your happiness and following what really lights you up on the inside. And there's, you know, nothing quite as concrete and quite as sure as trusting what really lights you up because that's, you know, a breadcrumb from your soul self saying this way, friend. <laughs> Come over here. This is the right direction. Let's go. I promise you it's going to be a good ride. Just just follow this little happiness uh, crumb and uh, we'll be good to go. Alrighty. Now I'm going to uh, take us into the card pull. So I'll see you there. Alrighty. Welcome to the card pull. And it's been a while. Uh, 
since I've done like a, a longer version of this, and I don't know why, but I just feel that this is a three card pull kind of day. And I'll try and make it as quick as possible. So I'm not going to ruminate too much on them. But um, I've pulled three from the Mystical Shaman Oracle deck. And damn, <laughs> they're very good. So I'm going to just get right on to reading them. Oh, and before I do, if you want to get the images of these uh, so you can actually kind of see what I'm talking about as I'm as I'm reading the card, you can go to the show notes for this episode, which will be if you go to if you're on Instagram, I don't want to assume that everyone is, but that's a super fast way of getting to the show notes. You just go on Real Rebel Podcast Instagram and go into the link in the bio there and it will say uh, either show notes or it will say latest audio coffee episode or audio coffee. I don't know, it changes. And you just go to the audio coffee heading. It will have the latest episode up there, which will be this one with the show notes and links to everything as well as a link to the card deck that I pull from and the uh, pictures of the cards themselves. All right, diving right in. Uh, this first one, I pulled it and was like, well, okay, shit. <laughs> but it's good. Um, it sounds a bit scary, but I promise you it's actually not. So uh, the first card is the curse, uh, as you can see what I mean. And I will read it to you now. The curse refers to the limiting stories of our ancestors and the karma from the former lifetimes that preordains the events of our lives. It is the source of negative patterns and it can show up as a disease, a destructive force, or a blockage on our creative energy. The curse holds us hostage to a false story that we confuse for reality, recognizing the original wound that is playing out in our life can heal it. It is time to recognize the source of your limitations. Did your grandparents live in a mindset of scarcity? Did you inherit genes for heart disease? Were you a slave or a master in a past life? This karmic legacy is ready and waiting to be seen, to be untangled, and to be released. Honor the players and their stories. Forgive everyone and everything. Craft a new life course for yourself. Be aware of your actions. Act with impeccable intention so as not to create a debt or karma that sooner or later someone has to pay. What you do to others, you also do to yourself and to the people you love the most. Now you have the opportunity to clean it up. Uh, yeah, really quickly, I mean, this sounds a little intense, to be honest, but uh, I just kind of liken it to spring cleaning and cleaning up your energy and cleaning up your intentions. And it's the same thing as checking in to what makes you happy and just being mindful about where you're going and where your compass is pointed. Um, yeah. And so it's, it's encouraging, actually. It's a good reminder, you know, clean up your energy, where you headed, um, make sure you're in pure intention with the people around you and in the people you're in the people, <laughs> the people you are in relationships with and to just be, yeah, just be mindful and to, uh, this is the time to let go of the old stuff, the stuff that you don't want to bring with you anymore, the stuff you're ready to let go of, because, you know, it's time to move forward in a new direction, which is really exciting. Okie dokie. Uh, the next card is wind, and I will read it to you now. The symbol of wind represents the element of air. It rules communication, thought, song, and inspired ideas. It also signifies change with qualities both positive and negative. The wind blows from each the four directions, and there are different qualities bestowed to each. 
Okay, and on this one, it says all the different uh, directions that the wind is blowing. Um, so I'll read them to you now. I don't know if you kind of will see a wind come in your future, but anyway, I'll just read them anyway. So south, carrying a new sense of trust, helping you gently begin to discard habits and parts of you that are no longer needed. West, calling you to more introspection, to a willingness to make final decisions and let go of attachment and ego desires. North, moving to bring you wisdom and strength. And east, carrying clarity of vision and purpose. Whichever way the wind is blowing for you, the message, which the wind whispers or shouts, is a challenge. It may take courage at first to turn and face the wind, but you will find exultation in moving toward it and receiving its lessons. When the spirit of the wind comes calling, it is a sign of change. Perhaps you need to change your mind about something. Perhaps an old way of doing things has become automatic, and now that you've gained greater clarity, you can make a new choice. Regardless of what the change is, you can expect to be understood and to have clear communication with others at this time. Ideas are solid, and the shift that is being called for is in the highest good of all. Um, yep, this one is, you know, along the same lines. It's uh, checking in with, which I really like what they said was, perhaps an old way of doing things has become automatic, and now you've gained greater, greater clarity and you can make a new choice. I think that that kind of sums it up really nicely. And again, it's spring, and it's so on point with you know, the energy of what's going on. Okay, the final one. And actually, this one has shown up multiple times in the RRP episodes and is called the heart of sky. And it's kind of a lighter one. So I think it's a good one to leave it off with. So I'll read it to you now. The heart of sky is the love force that made all creation possible. This is the same force present when you create with originality when you bring formlessness to form or inspired ideas to expression. This primeval force does not know good or bad. It is up to us to provide the clear intention that will guide it to manifest. The heart of sky helps us call in beauty from the invisible world and birth it in the world of matter. The heart of sky brings you a sacred reminder. You are a channel for the original energy of creation. Become the paintbrush, the canvas, the artist, all guided by the heart of sky. Set your intention ethically and clearly, and allow the universe to take care of the details. You may feel responsible for everything and everyone. Perhaps you think you have to do it all alone. This takes you into a dark hole where you lose trust in the natural order of the cosmos. Shed your lofty sense of duty and recognize this is a false prison of your own making you can open the door and set yourself free in an instant. I love that one because I think that's really common. It's so common to kind of carry the weight of the world on our shoulders and and get too bogged down in in the the heaviness of that and to it totally shifts our energetic frequency and you know whether you believe in that stuff or not. I really do think energy is everything. Um, but you make up your own mind about it, of course. But there is something to um, to carrying that weight on your shoulders when it's not necessary. And then we, we're really no help to the world when we're when we're in that kind of place. And 
it can feel almost in a sense irresponsible to just be like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna go and uh, focus on what makes me happy. And But the truth is, there's so much power to check yourself first, and then to go from there. And you'll have so much more to give. And, and aside from having so much more to give, because, you know, we are here to be in service to each other, that's true. But aside from having something to give, um, just feeling good in your life as you are, just being on earth and being jazzy about it and being happy with your path is such a powerful fucking thing. And we forget that, you know, we're not here to to always have our nose to the grindstone and drag ourselves through the mud. We are here to experience every bit of what life has to offer. And a part of that is being happy and abundant and joyful and having a damn good time. And so we can forget that sometimes. But as the sun starts to shine and the energy shifts, um, we can focus more on, you know, what makes us happy and what makes you happy, not what the expectation of your happiness is. Whew. Apparently I had a lot to say today, so thank you so much for hanging in. And now I am going to uh, waste no time and take us right on into the Monday mashup. So I'll see you there. The thing was, I realized that I had inadvertently made misery my compass, that I wouldn't make a change in my life. I wouldn't regroup until I was so miserable, I couldn't stand it. Instead of just making happiness my compass, where I could say, does this work energize you? Hmm, no, it doesn't. Okay, well, let's call a new job in. Let's start thinking about making a change. What kind of things do you want to do? What kind of things you know, what, how do you want to feel and kind of mystically breadcrumb your way on the path that you're supposed to be in. Every day, every month, every year, I'm constantly checking in with, am I always as close to the marker or to the bullseye as possible? Am I giving my gifts to the fullest degree possible? Am I phoning it in even a little bit? Where am I out of integrity? Where am I prioritizing, you know, profits over my heart? This is a nonstop questioning process. What is it that I want because that's like society or people around me are telling me I should want and where I should be in life? And what is it that I actually want? And it sounds like a really easy question, but it's like, <laughs> at least for me, it was, still is, and probably always will be like really difficult line to navigate, essentially. A lot of people just end up doing that for the rest of their lives and and I wanted more from my life I wanted to travel and I wanted to experience things and I wanted time off do you ever stop and kind of think to yourself what would actually make me feel alive like what would make me feel joyful fuck it maybe I won't have a job that's in alignment but like I at least want to have one part of my life that's in alignment and if that is where I live that's where I'm going to start. You know, life will show you, your emotions will show you. And that's when you're more connected to your emotions, you're more aware of what's right for you and what's not. Mm. And then you can make your choices so that you can actually live true to yourself. You're already doing it. Stop overthinking, keep facing your true north. And it's like, that is something that I think everyone always needs to hear because we're always worried that we're not doing enough or we're a fraud or we're on the wrong path. And it's like, you're already, you're already doing it. You've already done it, actually, even more so. So it's like giving yourself that permission. Let's choose to be 
in the frequency that we want to be in now. Let's be、mm. as radical about our vision that we don't not take the nap today because we'll do it tomorrow. It's like, I want to be in a frequency of peace. Let's do it. Yeah. We're energetic bodies, we're energetic beings. And so if you're standing in the mirror and you are dedicating that time to yourself, it's like an act of self love. Doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about it, doesn't matter, you know. It's all about why you're doing it. And if you feel energetically good about it, and as you do it, you feel like you're like cradling yourself in some way, like caring for yourself, then wonderful. Yeah. Let me tell you, when you start to focus on, okay, what could be possible for me here? Yeah. And then you start kind of getting curious about that and playing around and dancing in that world. Oh my gosh, life is so much more fun. <laughs> You're just like, oh yeah, there's all of this. And、yeah. oh yeah, you can learn the tools to bridge that and、yeah. create outreach there. And you never know, but、mm. it's opening up to the possibility that really starts to bring in and like where you actually start to attract those、yeah. very things that you probably never even saw in your perception because your perception is probably based off of previous programming. And that's where the expansion takes place is like doing、yeah. that work to expand your mind and your energy so that you can align with some new potential opportunities. Really giving myself a break from analyzing my desires and wondering, is this the right choice? And just being like, I want it, so I'm going to do it.、Mm, there's such freedom in that. <laughs> yeah. And, and just leaning into that a lot more. Once you figure out and make the choice of like, it's just a thought. It's like the universe and source and creator are fucking listening and they're conspiring for you and not against you. And You have to be courageous enough to make a choice. And once we make a choice, there's a way, you know? We find our gifts through like our joy. And the more we explore the, that side of ourselves and, and feel like we can just be and be loud and say what we want and, you know, dress how we want and do what we want and do the activities that we want. Yes. And we need like the next couple generations and all the generations of women and men, but of women, you know, because we're talking about young girls, to be powerful. One of the biggest things is always to, to connect back to my deepest why,、mm-hmm. right? So, because it, this really is about the relationship between your higher self and your ego self, or your soul self and your mind self. So, it's like almost allowing your mind or your ego to meet your,、um, your soul or your higher self in order to serve it. So, it's like、mm-hmm. bringing all parts of yourself, your personality, to serve, to serve the soul's purpose. Um, so, having that why I think is really important because as long as you're the why, and the, your why has to emote. Like, you need to allow yourself space to connect to a why that truly makes you cry. Get excited about where you're going and not specifically, not to like map out your whole life and to know where you're going. I mean, get excited emotionally,、mm-hmm. right? Get excited in the sense of, of feeling. Happy and excited and inspired and joyful and prosperous, and get excited about what's possible for your life, and then allow the opportunities to present themselves to you and enjoy the damn ride. Yeah, it's like anything, just changing your perspective a little bit, and you look in the mirror and you're like, damn girl, you look good. <laughs> I think probably if I was unhappy doing what I'm doing,、mm-hmm. I would be. Looking at other things, but I'm quite happy.、Um, I'm probably my most happy when all of you are here、mm-hmm. and sitting at my table, and it's 
crazy loud and you can't, you know, you can't hear for all the chattering that goes on. But I think that I enjoy that. You deserve to have a life that you feel good in and that you feel joyful about and where you're fully your express self and you're you're stepping into your power and you're you're living every day. I mean, it's never going to be perfect, but, you know, at least you feel like you're headed in the right direction. And so much of that is what we bring. It's not the outside world. It's it's what we cultivate within ourselves and how uh, and what we radiate from from within ourselves. And then certain things become drawn to us. So it's always an inside job. It always starts at square one. It always starts with you. When you know that you can't say no and all there is is a yes, follow that. (laughs) That's good. You know? Yeah. That's a very good distinction to make. It's like you just, you're compelled. Yeah. You don't focus on what's going to happen in the fear. You just be gentle and be easy on yourself and trust that you're going to eventually get all the skills that it takes to be able to use these things and be a superhero eventually on wheels. If you just be gentle and kind and chase those good feeling feelings. What is it that roller skating gives you? Wee! Like, <laughs> like, I can't believe I'm alive. Oh my God, it's going so fast. I hope it never ends. Like, ah! <laughs> just like the best feelings. Like, and also it, it makes it so that I'm forever not bored. Mm. They're really just fun shoes. They're shoes. I see them as shoes. Like taking them everywhere. Taking them everywhere just makes any, makes the space in between going from point A to point B better. And that's when I thought to myself, okay, what if you made happiness your compass? What if you just cut to the chase instead of setting yourself up for misery around every corner and to make happiness your compass? So you're always you're, you're holding it lightly. You're, you're moving in the direction of what feels good. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B. And thanks so much for tuning into this audio coffee episode. It was a pleasure to have you here and doing this for you guys and the RRP crew is so much of my happiness. So I appreciate you tuning in and, and showing up and enjoying this so that I can keep doing it. And if you're wanting some help to bring forward your gifts and do your work and get your good shit out there into the world, all that stuff that makes you happy or hell, even finding out what makes you happy in the first place, feel free to reach out. I do coaching and I'm currently offering Rebel Reflection Sessions and it is full for this month and the next, but I do have a wait list growing if you're wanting to come on. And essentially, it's all about reminding you and reflecting back to you of who exactly you are so that you can bring forward the gifts that you're here to give and that you can get to that place of happiness in your life where you feel like you're vibing and jiving and all that good jazzy stuff. So if that sounds interesting to you, feel free to reach out to me at realrebelpodcast.com or you can DM me on Instagram. doesn't really matter how you find me. I would love to hear from you. And there's also more coming up in the future in the realm of what's offered on the RRP page. I wanted to create something for everybody at every income level and all of that good stuff. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Music for the intro on this episode is a custom track done by my guy Nathan from Extra Deluxe and music played throughout the outro and the Monday mashup is called Pregame by Pala, both of which you can find links to in the show notes. Okay, until next time.